0: Welcome to Three and D, your source for great NBA talk from our spot here in the T dot. My name is Dave Levitt. That's the D. Here's this week's three. The Pelicans are starting to heat up. They are rolling. They are looking good. In fact, they're first in the West. But are they true NBA Finals contenders? Then we take a look at a team going kind of the opposite way, which are the Toronto Raptors. They are streaky, struggling, not putting it all together. Are uh, big changes on the way? Uh, Do they need to happen? We take a deep dive into that. And then we round off with a little bit of premature, little early MVP conversation. And we talk about Devin Booker, who, according to some sites, is the ninth contender for overall MVP. Doesn't seem uh, like that's high enough for what he's been doing lately. So neighbor Rand and I will break all three of those stories down. So sit back, relax, and let us walk you through the three stories from around the NBA.
1: yo what's up mr dave
0: hello mr brandon how are you
1: well they finally got me the fucking the the sick people finally got me i got the cold
0: you got the cold
1: i got the man flu
0: (laughs) man down man down yeah so is it is it coffee and uh and couch time for you then my friend
1: yeah, I'm. I'm actually still in bed.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I got up, did my bathroom routine, you know. But like, uh, my wife brought me tea. God bless her. Shout out to Two Janes. But uh, I'm just chilling. I took some medicine, but like, you know, it's one of those things that came on really quick, and I yeah. hope we'll leave just as quick. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll knock you on your on your ass for sure.
1: Yeah, well, kind of shitty, but whatever.
0: Luckily, luckily, there's a, there's a, you know, there's some, there's sports on the television. And, uh, and you can just zone out today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Today is glad, Sunday. I,
0: it's also snowed, man. We're here Yeah. We today. got
1: some snow overnight. Jesus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I know. And then I looked at it and I was like, well, you know, And of course, being the modern man that I am, I immediately told my wife, we're going to have to shovel. <laughs> and she <laughs> said, hey, we're going yeah. <laughs> to,
2: yeah.
0: We, we, are- Who's we. we? I'm, I'm listen, I'm a progressive person, I am more than willing to share those, those responsibilities. That's not a man's responsibility, it's, it's 2022, yeah. We so, su- we can both suffer.
1: Speaking of shoveling driveways, uh, I told you we were looking to move, right?
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Uh, we, we went to Barry and like looked at a few houses and saw some we really liked, but uh, I googled like average snowfall, and Barry gets three times as much as Toronto does. So I said, fuck that. And we put (laughs) an offer in on a house in Cambridge, actually. Oh,
0: really?
1: We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Find out today.
0: Well, well, you know, so it could be uh, for all the listeners, it could go from neighbor, Brandon to used to be my neighbor, Brandon.
1: Yeah. I'll be a Waterloo region, Brandon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) From deep. Brandon from deep. Um, speaking you know I don't really have a segue for this but I just want to jump in right in because we got some we got some good stuff this week the, you know we were off last week we we took a week uh, to sort of you know regroup re, you know this uh this show it's uh it can it, it can get busy in, in life and uh, so we you know we apologize for anybody who was looking for an episode last week but this week we got some good stuff yeah the pelicans the New Orleans pelicans are number one in the Western Conference they're heating up right
2: they're that looking real look good. Good to me. Really are
1: good. They,
0: are they really a contender for the NBA finals? Can they can they get there and can they win?
1: Uh I haven't uh, been convinced yet. Um yeah. you know they, they beat up the, the Suns, right?
0: <laughs> yes, they did. They beat up the Suns.
1: Yeah, they're playing the Suns again today. Uh at 3 30. So
0: not not that we're already, you know, circled and ready to go.
1: Yeah, I, I'm literally, I literally have NBA.com open, and the countdown <laughs> timer on my. No, but uh, you know they're they're looking good. Like Zion's been looking like an absolute beast. You know, shout out to Zion for throwing that three sixty windmill down at the end oh, of the game.
0: That was that was unbelievable.
1: And then the Suns talking shit like, yo, I I get it. Like you know, the all those unwritten rules, but uh, no, you know, you you forget, you look at those that. Rules. Yeah, exactly. Like you look at that. In comparison to the Brooklyn Nets game, where you had like half the goddamn team injured, all the stars are out. Like, yep. if I was if I was a fan that went to that game, I'll be asking for my money back. You know what I'm saying?
0: No, abs- No, listen, absolutely. Um, look, I'm uh, I'm, I'm a bit old school in one way, like, but I mean, New Orleans, like, go on, you're you're wide open. You do that's what you're there for the fans. You know, like the, the you're not hurting anybody. You're not embarrassing anybody. He got up. He got it was it was a lane. He was wide open. Do your thing, man.
1: That is probably the best dunker in the league. So obviously, you can do it. Who cares? Let him give the fans what they paid for.
0: That's what I'm saying, man. It's with ticket prices being what they are across the NBA, it's ridiculous. So, you know, the average person can't necessarily, if they forked over their money and that's the one game they get to go do this year, show them, give them a show, man. Give them a show. Exactly. Uh, I'm actually a big fan of. you know, just about the fan stuff. Just we'll we'll move on from it and get back to the team in a second. But uh, Jack Armstrong had a great quote in maybe last season where he was he was been talking about, and then the ABA has kind of enacted something similar where he was saying that look, if you want to sit guys out, sit them out at home because those guys, the fans at home, can see them. You know, have an opportunity to see like a Giannis or a Zion or a LeBron. Uh, you know, they can they they right. sit them forty times a, a, a season, but on the road, holding guys out on the road. Unless there's an injury, this load management thing on the road is ridiculous because, honestly, you know, like, think about about the Raptor game earlier this week where the Lakers played and You know, the Lakers were coming in on a bit of a heater, right? The Lakers have kind of of turned around, and I don't want to talk too too much about them because I do want to focus on New Orleans, but could you imagine you paid tickets to go see LeBron and AD and, and
1: you got Austin Reeves? Exactly. Like, but that's exactly what happened, you know what I mean? So it it's not their fault. Like, LeBron's obviously load managing on a back-to-back. Yeah, yeah. But uh But don't AD, do that on the road. Yo, why did AD leave that game the, the night before the previous game? Like, was he sick? He was sick, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I think he had the... <laughs> he pulled a Lamar Jackson. He needed to, to go to the washroom. And then I think he just is like, "I'm feeling. I'm not feeling it tonight.
2: Yeah. Which, yeah listen
0: every listen i on the one hand i understand the people and you know going to work like we all have these times and we just can't go but like on the road yeah don't do that man I, I people pay good money to see to see you know and again if it's a legit injury no problem but load management come on we're now we're getting guys don't even like there will never be iron man streaks in 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 professional sports anymore because no no we're, we're, we're afraid of it
1: I think in like a few years we're gonna to have to like explain to people who Cal Ripken was. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yes, I mean Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken's streaks. I mean, baseball is different because they play every day. But like, even which to me, one there's just the volume of games. But two, holy cow, the man did it every single time for for you know twenty years. Just okay, that's what I do. I play. Yeah, you know. Anyway. Let's get back to the uh, New Orleans Pelicans because I, you know, they they load managed Zion a little bit too, so you know they're they're not immune to this. But like looking at this roster, this roster is is good.
1: Yeah, like, like everyone brings their own uh, bit. I'm like, you, we could see that anyone on their roster can go off, right? Well, that's it, right? Like, like looking
0: at the, I'm looking at this team, and they got Zion at the top, Brandon Ingram. Bi is a really good player.
1: Yeah, he he's, all, he's he's like a Katie Light, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like a poor yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Right,
0: that's a good way to put it. And then C.J. McCollum, <laughs> you know, don't sleep on him. He's he's on the other side of the hill, but he's he's still he's still very productive. He can still get your buckets. Yeah. The the lost son of uh, of Toronto Lithuanian uh, the Lithuanian monster himself Jonas Valanciunas, Lithuanian
1: lightning, right? Wasn't it? Oh,
0: there it is. There it is. I couldn't. <laughs> right there. Good good job, sir. Good job. Um, but then you know, like that's that's the highlight guy, but they got like that bench is pretty good. They got Larry Nance Jr., yeah, you know, yeah. They got Gary Herb Temple Jones. for
1: some uh uh veteran uh offense there, Devontae yeah. Graham, Herb Jones. like yo, know, Herb Jones torched us, yeah. like what, like what, you know what I mean?
0: You still got, and I mean, a guy who's not playing a ton, but Kira Lewis Jr. is still he was he showed some flashes, not yeah. Marshall is good, you know uh H- Jose Alvarado the you know the the man the myth the legend that is Jose Alvarado like
1: yeah shout out to him he dropped what 32 on uh, Wednesday the other day or yeah, Thursday it's, it's, I can't remember ho,
0: ho, ho, the, 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 the Jose Alvarado was of the world you gotta go and find guys like that right that's how that's where you're like oh my gosh they found a guy yeah you know? and I'm not convinced because young te- this is a young team and I'm not convinced that a young team And we saw this with Boston last year. Like they were relatively, they had a couple pieces. They but they they took their time to grow into it, and then they got to the finals. But when they got to the finals, they were like, I won't say overwhelmed by the the Warriors, but they didn't they didn't look as good as they as they had when throughout the season, right? Yeah, I'm not sold on them uh, completely, but like their record is 17 and 8, which would put them in third in the East. Yeah, because right, Cleveland's got seventeen to ten.
1: No, so, I I would agree with that.
0: So I don't I don't think they're they're the Celtics, Bucks, and even if the I mean I don't know what the Warriors are right now. I don't know, but man, do I really like watching the highlights and and I'm gonna be looking for more games. Of the oh, Warriors, for sure, right? For sure. So I don't know. I. I I don't know that they're finals contenders but I I can't wait to watch them and I can't wait to watch them and the Grizzlies match up in the playoffs because John Morant Zion Williamson finally finally at the time where we can see the one and the two go after each other it's gonna be it's gonna be fun
1: yeah I just hope uh we get to see that for a few years to come still
0: yeah yeah right. i mean it looks like it looks like zion's figured it out in terms of his health in terms of being able to condition and, and he's over the hill but no, over the, the the line of uh all the injuries but big men are trouble right like big guys like that they they you know it can hurt
1: exactly and what do you see like you know he was out with the with a foot injury like it's like fuck
0: yeah no no i had the same i had the same i'm like no not a, no no no
1: because yeah
0: a couple of years ago on this show, in the first season of the show, I asked whether or not Dion Williamson will ever be uh, a true superstar because he's he's you know his foot injuries and the, and the weight and that and all stuff. And um, shout out to our friend Ashley um, Docking who said, "Yeah, look, he's great." He, he's got greatness in him, he just has to get past that. And you know what? I think he has finally, maybe, possibly, probably gotten past it. So, and he's just so fun to watch, isn't he?
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, he's it's like a grown man playing with little boys. <laughs> Wait, that sounded weird. No, 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 like, a, <laughs> like, like <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I know what you mean, it, like, it, a yeah. bully, like a bully, like a playground bully, like, hey, yeah, kid, yeah, yeah. give me your lunch, and pushes them out the <laughs> way.
0: So it's yeah, it's, it's kind of like when when I'm uh, when I'm coaching it at at, uh, at school and I've got a bunch of sixth graders and I'm like just backing them down, you know.
1: Move. First
2: Double
1: of all, to the it face.
0: makes me feel great. I'll, I'm not gonna lie. It uh, I understand uh, the appeal, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. sometimes,
1: sometimes you need that like morale boost, you know, the ego yeah, boost. It's,
0: it's, you know, I'm I'm, I'm uh, you know, your bones fully haven't developed yet. You're still going through a growth spurt. You got a soft spot. I'm gonna take advantage of it. That's I got
1: uh yeah, we need that. We need that.
0: That's life in the big city, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. City game. Like Jack Armstrong says, a city yeah. game.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Um I I do think though I I don't, you know, it's nice to see them at first. I don't think they're going to go wire to wire in first. I actually still have the Grizzlies and maybe even the Suns at the end of the season if everything goes if everything breaks right for the Suns. We're going to talk a little bit more of them at the at the end of the show, but um talk about a team that's on the other end of that who has not seemed to figure it out or not is uh the local boys the Raptors. Yeah. They're really streaky. They're 13 and 13 through 26 games. Um you could argue that just about everybody but Pascal has underperformed this season.
2: Agreed. Um
0: are big changes coming? Do they need to make big changes to this team? Do they is it is it time to maybe, you know, pull a trade uh-huh. show? because we talked about Christian Coloco, and I think, honestly, I think he's a piece, but I think he's miscast. And I think you said it too. As a starter, playing 30-plus minutes, it's, it's too much for him right now.
1: Yeah, like he hasn't started a game, though, in a minute, right? No, uh, no, no. But, like, because he,
0: I don't think he can do
1: it. Uh, so, uh, here's a little post from uh, NBA Central on Twitter. Okay. says says, uh, if the Raptors are around – uh, sorry, Rivals, rival executives are bracing for fireworks, quote unquote, if the Raptors remain around 500 in a couple months. So, if we continue this trend of, you know, win one, lose two, win two, lose one, blah, 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 and stay yeah. around 500, shit's going to go down. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like, because then you're at a point, you're just a middling team, like, what are you doing, right? Mm. Got to make a move, you're going know, to blow it up, what are you do? Yeah. It just really sucks because what kind of return are we going to get for guys when, you know, you got uh, a guy like Fred Van Fleet underperforming, shooting the ball poorly. Hmm. Uh, Scotty Barnes is a sophomore slump, you know? Yeah. Um, Gary Trent has been all right, but his defensive intensity he's, is just not there. I don't understand. He's
0: played himself out of the starting. Like, they were fine playing, you know, mix and match and having Pascal kind of play the five. Right. But now they're at the point where they're like, no, we can't we Gary Gary we need Gary to do something else. Now part of that it could be you just want to goose your, your your bench energy, maybe. But his defensive you're right, his defensive presence isn't the same, he's just not there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean here's the thing. I think Gary Trent Jr. is the first guy to go, honestly. They don't want to pay it's gonna it's kind of like the Norman Powell situation where you're like, okay. We like him. He's good. He does what he does for us. He's good, you know, good enough on the defensive end. He's, uh, he can score. Like, basically, Gary Trent Jr. is Norm Powell. You know, he set the clock a couple of years. That's what they did, right, with that move. Right. And now it's coming down to pay him again. And do you want to pay him 130 like, Tyler Hero money?
1: No, absolutely no, not.
0: Right? Like, you're probably... Not that Tyler Hero is that much better than Gary, Gary Trent Jr. In fact, I think they are similar, but, like, I don't want to tie up that kind of cash on my sheet. When I know I have to do Pascal, Pascal um, got another year. I think next year, I think he's eligible for an extension this summer. Right, with another year in his deal. Like you have to pay him. You're gonna have to pay Scotty Barnes. You're gonna have to, you know, you know, decide what 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 you want to do with Fred. So you know, you, you got to be careful, and you're gonna have to improve because clearly your team's not good
1: enough. Yeah, exactly. It's it's it's, a, it's, a, it's a gonna be there's gonna be a few tough decisions coming out, and like, look, just looking at the the schedule, well, yeah. we have. So I'm reading this thing right here. We're three and ten on re- on the road so far, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we play ten out of twelve on the road before the trade deadline. Yep. So, like, holy shit! You got to figure some shit out.
2: Yeah.
0: The Raptors, and the, I mean, so when we st- when we did our show, uh, our preview show with Chris Walder. shout out to Chris Walder, by the way, who got married this week. You uh, know. Oh uh, yeah! Shout in- out!
1: World. Shout out! Shout out to Chris.
0: Chris and uh, and his and his lovely wife Megan, uh, they are. I think they're still down there. Uh, Chris is going to join us in the new year after you know the holidays and all this stuff. So that'll be good to sort of touch base with him. But he and uh, you guys were a little more bullish. And I'm not calling you guys out, but I maybe I am a little bit. But like you guys were a little more bullish on this team being like a four or five seed. I honestly saw them yeah. more in the seven eight.
1: Well, look. And- to be fair. To be fair, we didn't think that. No. You know, guys would regress so much. We didn't we didn't think of Fred going through a shooting slump the way he no, did. No, no, and and, and to my
0: Fred's only shooting twenty-three percent from three. Yeah. Like that's not it, gonna cut it.
1: I, I read a stat the other day. His effective field goal percentage is thirty-six percent, and he is the only player whose effective field goal percentage is less than his minutes played per game.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not he's he's not Freddie All Star from last year, right? Like he's not he's not that guy. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm not calling out like saying that there I I saw the regression. It wasn't a matter. Of, I thought the other teams around them were going to be better. Um, I don't think anybody saw the Pacers being what they are.
2: Absolutely honestly. not. No. Nope. Um,
0: but Benedict Matherin has been a uh, revelation down there. But if you look at the the road going forward, you know, like they're the same record as the Knicks, and the Knicks seem to. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I I think Thibodeau's. Uh, Coaching for his life. I don't think I think if the Knicks go on a on a losing streak, he's out. I honestly think that, that they're ready to move on. Because I think the players are ready to move on from him. Um so yeah. I don't see the Knicks hanging around too too much longer. You gotta figure that the Heat will figure something out,
1: right? Yeah, I can't that's unbelievable how they're 12 and 15 right now. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And them, and the Bulls,
0: them and the Bulls. I would have not have predicted that those two teams would have been in that in that mess.
1: Yeah, to be fair, they've been dealing with their uh sets of injuries themselves, right? But yeah.
0: No, that's true. That's true. And again, the thing is with 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 most rosters, and um, the Raptors roster isn't quite there. But like most NBA rosters are top heavy. So if you take uh, one uh, one of the top three guys on any team in terms of like budget, in terms of salary, in terms of star bill, it's hard to replace those guys. You don't have like a next wave. Most teams. So you know, there's that. Um, yeah. But honestly, I think I think the Raptors. Um, I think if I'm being hyper hyper critical maybe, but I think they read their own press last year and they thought they were better than they are, honestly that I think, sounds I think these guys like they that they were that they were better than they were.
1: yeah, they had a few uh big wins too last year that uh might have inflated their ego a little bit, <laughs> yeah. Got yeah a little their head got a little too high, but uh, you know,
0: well, and I think, I think you know, uh, Scotty Barnes was asked, um, Michael Grange has a great piece on sportness, Sportsnet.ca or the Sportsnet app, you can find it, where he talked about Barnes and the struggles. And Barnes said, "No, oh, I'm having a great time. I'm still having fun. I'm still having fun. And I understand what he's saying. Like Barnes is saying, like, no, I'm still out there having a good time. You know, I'm I, you know, I'm working through things or whatever, but I'm, I'm still having a good time. The thing is, the message of that doesn't ring really well to me as a fan. If I'm, if I'm here, you're still having fun, you're getting your ass handed to you by the friggin' Orlando Magic.
1: Yeah, like you he, he says that, fun. but he doesn't mean it. Like, you look at the guy's face. Look at look at his frustration. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. How
1: many how many times has he like? He's always been pretty vocal on the court, but like, he's really been ripping it. To, I'm surprised he hasn't been like double-teed eventually. What oh, yeah, years. no, I
0: mean, when, remember he got benched. He got he did get benched in Cleveland the other day. The other night. Right? Yeah. He, they they sat his they sat his ass down, yeah. And I'm not here to pile on Scotty Barnes. I think you know guys are in their second year all the time. Like Jason Tatum was not Jason Tatum in his rookie year. Everyone was like, "Well, who's you know, wow, this guy." And then the second year, like, I ah, kind of you know he hasn't really changed. But then Jason Tatum is probably a top five MVP candidate right now.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Right. So there's you know guys go through stuff, and you know, oh, last year they didn't know how to plan for him. Now he's you know now it's the counter punch, right? Now he's got to figure out how to counter. Because they are planning for him, they know, and I don't. I don't worry too, too much about Scotty Barnes, but you can't say that you're having a good time when Masai Ujiri reportedly again same article with with Grange Masai Ujiri apparently came to him after uh, after a game and sat of down and had a hard talk with him right about about all those things. So you know, there is a little bit of, of disconnect. I think with this team, I think they're um, they're not for whatever reason they're not gelling, they're not pulling together. Yeah, and quite frankly, I think a big trade is coming. And I wouldn't be surprised if the only untouchables are uh, Pascal and Scotty.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But, like, I do really think that OG is... Uh, he really is the heart and soul. Not the heart and soul, but, like...
0: Yeah, no, I know what you're saying.
1: He, he's becoming the guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Aside from it, Pascal. Like, we really yeah, saw yeah. It when Pascal was out.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree. I think OG's got to figure out how to do that when when he's not the fo- when he's not the focus, right? When he when he is the second or third option.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I mean that. Think.
0: I mean that because if you look at him, he's supposed to be a three and D guy. Uh, shout out to the name of the show. But <laughs> um, but he's, he's a three and D guy, and then this year he's really taken another step in terms of his defensive ability. Leads the league in steals. You know, one of the got to be a finalist this uh, at this point of the year uh third of the way through the season he's got to be a finalist for the the uh the defensive player of the year yeah. but his three-point shooting is 27 percent. his corner threes which was his thing he's only shooting 22 percent from corner three like that's those are numbers that are that stand out to me as a guy like if you're gonna win if you're gonna be a good uh, a winning team you need your best players to be your best players and he's not he and fred And Scottie never really had a three-point shot. Gary Trent Jr. is down into his three-point shooting. If you're going to be a team that chucks threes the way the Raptors are, you've got to to make them, right? Look,
1: you really see a difference between a good shooting team and a bad shooting team when we played the Celtics the other day. Correct. Right? Like, we had – we were up a little bit, right? And Mm -hmm. uh, the Celtics Mm -hmm. just poured it on.
0: Yeah, that yo,
1: They can hit a few threes in in a flurry, so – it's let me,
0: you, let me ask you about that. About about the about the third, first, and third course. Like they they are, they are having bad starts uh, into games in both the first and the and the third, right? Yeah. When they come out of the locker room, what's going on with that? Like you're 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 a guy who's played some some organized ball. Like what's 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 going on?
1: Just energy. You got to have that energy. That energy to to you know lay the law down right at the beginning. You got to run it down. You got to like yo. If you're trying to run the ball. All the time. Like, we're a transition team, right? The Raptors. Yeah. Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So, you got to do that. Like, yo, when you get the stagnant half-court bullshit offense that we have, like, yo, to be fair, our half-court offense is ass. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It's just two passes and then iso ball. So, you know what I mean? Like, you, you have to come out with energy. You have to dictate the pace of the game. It's pretty... Always the Raptors, even at home, we... we Match and follow what the other team does. As, unless it's like a huge disadvantage, like the Lakers without LeBron and AD, like we just, you know, dominated them, but it in the first quarter it was pretty close.
0: Uh yeah, no, I agree. I so, think you know what I have a problem with? I have a problem with the fact that like you come into a game and you kinda ease into it, and then you're trying to do the same thing and it's th- like, okay, we had a break, all right, let's let's get it going. You need to be – I mean, it's one thing to be confident that you can get back into games and your shooting can get back into games. And maybe last year you could do that. This year you have not proven that you can do it. When you guys are shooting in the 20s and the three-point shooting, you're just – No, we,
1: we, we more so shoot ourselves out of games than that's what I'm saying. anything else, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what i They, I'm they just no. – yo, look. At the beginning of the game, at the beginning of the second half, they got to come out and dictate the pace of play. That's it. That's all they got to do. Yeah. Especially at home. You know?
0: Yeah, no, uh, one hundred percent at home. You need to come in and show that. You need to take care of us. Now they're three and ten on the road. They're ten and three at home. So clearly, home cooking works for these guys, and they like sleeping in their own beds. But you got to do that. Like you got to be able to like get in there. And uh, and if you know you're on the road, if you know you're on the road and you're you're not a great team on the road, stop chucking threes to start the. You're, you're cold. Stop chucking threes all the time. Get it. To, like I, I maybe I'm old school, but get get it to the basket. Get a foul. It's yeah. know, that's what you got to do. And you got, like you said, to, to to run. My thing is, that just proves to me that they're not a mature team. You
2: no,
1: yo, that, you know, not that, that uh, we saw how bad it could be with that, uh, Pelicans game, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. But that's that what I'm brutal. saying.
0: Like, you need to be, you, you, and part of the reason is that, like, the, the veteran guys, Thad young, Thad young, you know, thank God he's still here um but you need an auto porter jr and a thad young to sort of pull guys aside and be like get your head out of your ass and let's go that should be fred's job honestly he's the point guard and he's been in the league six years you're a vet now you're a you're a guy and you're you're getting but like okay if he's not him someone's got to do it and someone's got to say stop chucking threes i'm sorry i know that that's you know percentage wise and and all the like advanced stats say that if you shoot more threes you men you you know your percentage if you shoot you know 30% 35% 30%, 35% from three, it's better than shooting 45% from the field. Yeah. From the two point. But who fucking cares if you can't make a shot?
1: Exactly. Exactly. You know,
0: like, oh, I don't know. God. Like, I, I, you know, and now I'm going to sound like an old man, but I'm I'm doing the same thing with like when I coach, uh, you know, uh, 11, th- uh, 11 and 12 year olds, the, all of them are like, oh, yeah, we're going to practice my shots from like half court or half. Hour. It's like, no, 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 learn to shoot properly before you try and shoot at three. Learn to shoot. Learn to get into the into a guy and get to open up space for yourself. And I, yo, to say as, this, okay. As soon
1: as, as soon as you start, like, if you and I walk into a gym alone, yes, say we're on vacation, we walk into a gym alone. What do you start with? Form shots from like a two feet away. Yep. Right. You do that. You move a little bit farther out. You may use a little bit of bank shot, whatever, whatever. Then you go with free throws, and then like yo, after forty five minutes, then you're shooting threes. Right. Okay, I lied. I don't do that. But, like, after 10 minutes of shooting threes, you know what I mean? No, no, no. Like, I let's, do, like, listen, five or at, six at form minutes, shots.
0: 45 minutes, I'm sucking wind, and I'm probably, you know, looking for, for the oxygen tank, let's be honest. Yeah,
1: yeah, but, like, yo, a true real warm-up, you don't get yes. to three-point shots till you know, a little ways down. You, just, you you always start with form shots.
0: Well, look, the best – arguably – I don't even think it's that much of an argument. The, the best basketball of our time, you know, the logo himself, Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan would you would watch his game. He would not take jump shot. He was attacking the rim for the first half for the the first six seven minutes of a game. He would never just settle for a jump shot. Right. Maybe something at the elbow. That's about it. But for the most part, Michael Jordan was attacking, attacking, attacking because he got him in the flow of the game. And then when you get your legs going, then you can go ahead and start taking stepping out. Exactly. You know, even Steph Curry doesn't start. You know his uh, his warm ups with like it's just. First of all, no one on this team is, is Steph Curry. So stop. That <laughs> that you're, uh, you're not Steph Curry. And I love I love the guys on this team as as guys. Like, uh, you see all the open gym stuff. You see all the ball. They're great guys. But you're, you you got to know who you are and who you aren't. And quite frankly, you're not all three-point shooters. So it's fine. Yeah. Take a three to keep them honest. That's fine. I don't care if Scotty Barnes, Precious Achua only hit 30% of their threes. I really don't. Because that's not what I want them to do. I want Scotty to get in the lane and cause havoc where guys have to collapse on him or he goes over the top. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, I can go on about this because it really bugs me because, you know, the other thing you got to do, you got to, um, and I, I heard a great quote about this. Guys don't practice free throws anymore. Apparently free throw practice is like, man, whatever. I start, honestly, I start every practice. And I hate to sound like I'm comparing 11 year and 12-year-olds to NBA players, but maybe they should. Every practice we start with shooting form, and then we start. We take a couple of free throws. Then we do the whole practice: the running, the sprinting, the sweating, the tight. And you're tired, and you're pulling your shorts. Great. Now go hit four. Now you got to hit two, uh, three free throws in a row before you're done. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because yeah. you
0: need to know how to hit a free throw when you're tired, when you're done. And guys, if you watch it across the league, and the Raptors are just as guilty because I think they're about as average a team as, as there is. With this, guys, do not hit free throws in late game situations because they're tired, and it's ridiculous. That's free money. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, rant over.
1: (laughs) No, you're right. You're not. You're not wrong. Of course.
0: You watch. You watch the league. The guys don't know how to like the league. I love. I love the NBA and I love the 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 quality of player we have in the league. But if you watch it now, fundamentals are kind of missing from the game because everybody wants to just chuck it. Charles uh, Oakley said it the other day on on the Smith and Jones podcast, Um, and he said the same thing. He's like, look, guys cannot cannot um do the fundamentals like you know basic things all they want to do is when they get the ball is they want to score
1: as opposed to move
0: without the ball get up calm down you know what you know what's better than you know um uh, a miss three two made twos exactly that's all i'm saying all right whoo that felt good get
1: (laughs) Get it out. (laughs) get it off your chest get it off your chest
0: get it out there get it out there okay I'm looking at sportsnot.com, which is, uh, I don't know, it's a European site, it seems like. Um, they have, they've ranked the top 10 uh, MVP candidates for this year. Uh, I'll go through the list quickly uh, in, from 10 to 1. They have John Morant at 10, Devin Booker at 9, which I have a problem with, AD at 8,
1: Sadie had two good games this year, bro. Well, how do you how was he eighth with two good games? What the (laughs) yo, okay, okay, sorry, carry on.
0: Donovan Mitchell at six, uh, SGA was at seven, Steph Curry at five, Jason Tatum four, Giannis two, and Luca one. Who's three? Uh, oh, sorry, did I skip three? Yeah, I did. I skipped three. Sorry, number three. Let me scroll back here. Uh, Nikola Jokic, which again, Jokic should be in the top five all all the time because he's he's. He's everything to that team. Uh, this article is from just the end of last month, November 30th. So I bring this up because, it, yeah, while it's too early to start saying MVP, Devin Booker has been balling. Right. Balling out. Right. But he's number nine on the MVP. He doesn't even crack the top five.
1: Uh, I, I don't. Okay. Can you read that list? The top five again, please. The top five, yeah, yeah. Hold on.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh Let me just. Of course, I close that tab, right? So
2: <laughs> Oh shit! Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's
0: okay. I got it right here. I got it right here. I got it right here. Okay, so the top five, according to this article, top five are Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, Nikola Jokic, Giannis, and Luca.
1: I would. Uh... Take, I would
0: argue that I would take Steph Curry out of that mix.
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yo. Okay. So I definitely have Booker ahead of Mitchell.
0: Yeah. So that puts right? him up at six because Mitchell was six on that list.
1: Right. Uh, It was Mitchell. Then who?
0: SGA. Which is ridiculous. Of
1: course. Yeah. Like uh, Booker should be ahead of both of those guys.
0: Yeah. So he's up at six. So the top five again in order from 5 to 1 Steph Curry, Tatum, Jokic, Adebayo and Doncic. Now I wouldn't keep Doncic at 1, honestly. To me, uh your your team record does matter a little bit because if you're that great then you should be boosting your team up and Dallas has been, you know, up and down a little bit. I um I like everybody in the top 4, I would take Curry out and I would put Devin Booker there. Only because Devin Booker, what has done this without? Uh, like Aiton's Aiton, he's good, not great, and and CP3 has been you know kind of falling off a cliff, at the, you know, for parts of the yeah, season. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, so it's Booker's team. Are, and he's he's carrying the team. He is car- and he is he is like, he's daring people to stop him, and you can't, you can't yeah. stop Devin Booker right now.
1: So so far, so Devin Booker today. So, uh, yeah. 27 points a game, 5.8 rebounds or assists a game. Uh 4.8 rebounds a game.
0: So, you're talking about a guy who gets you 27 5 and 5 basically, right? Yeah. From the from from the guard position he's getting 5 rebounds.
1: You know what? That's <laughs> I okay, <laughs> right? okay, okay, okay. I Yo, Steph Curry has put – yo, Devin Booker has put up some fucking goose eggs this year too. Don't get it Don't, twisted.
0: Oh no, no, no. I'm saying right now. I'm saying co- he's coming. Listen, Steph Curry's an all-timer. He's the greatest of all – he's like the greatest shooter of all time. You could argue I think he's a top 10 player in league history. Right. But I – what, what's his team doing this year?
1: Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Right, so that's the only. That's thing fair I would to add. say. That's the only thing I would add It's like you could, you know, like.
1: So you know, you're you're to... you're taking in uh team impact as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're the okay. most valuable player, you should be able to raise the boats. So the way I got it here is I got Booker at five. I actually have uh Jokic at four. I got I got Tatum at three, Doncic two, and I added a compost my my MVP because that guy. There's no one more dominant than him, and the Bucks are coming. And they he did it without Middleton for a while. Like the Bucks are coming, they're going to be number one in the East. I think they're going to catch Boston.
1: Ooh, heavy take, heavy take right there. Yeah, because Middleton <laughs> is still out, right? Right? No, no, he's back, but he's oh, he's you know, back now. He's
0: he's working. As, he, he's not. He's not. He's not fully there yet.
1: Yo, you know who? You know how we should look at it? If these players are removed from their team, right? Okay, what so happens you do to that? the team?
0: Well, then, okay, then let's take a look at that. You take so, Doncic off Dallas. He's probably the team's
1: the done. Level. The team's right. done. That team's yeah. done.
0: You take Anacompo off Milwaukee. They are eh, they're, they're okay. All
1: right. All so they, right.
0: They ain't special. You take Jokic off Denver, and talent-wise, they're okay. But as a team, that that team only works because he's the engine.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. And then Tatum in Boston. Again, they're all. I think it's like a like an Anacompo. You got a
2: good team
0: around you, and he's the superstar. Yes. Like, oh,
2: yes. Yes,
0: yeah, and then the Phoenix I can't get a read on because again, if it's Chris Paul, the way Chris Paul has been, ugh,
1: yeah, so that
0: team is not good. And then so if you take Steph Curry,
1: if you take Steph Curry away from uh,
0: from the Warriors,
1: it's still season, a decent team.
0: No, if, if they if if it's this season, I don't think they're that good. He's been he's been floating that team, right? Like who's been who's who's really stood out to you from on Golden State other than other than uh,
1: uh well well last night clay looked good. Just last night though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, because the last time we did this show two weeks ago, you were like, eh, it's time to move on from Clay.
1: Yeah, well that's what I said just last night. That's yeah. It. <laughs> but yo, uh in that regard, I'd say I'd put uh Booker ahead of uh Steph Curry. Yeah
0: okay so there so it he's,
1: is. he's fifth he's fifth. I don't see him being higher than fifth though no
0: no no, no I don't not see yet. It. not not currently no 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 yeah. and I don't honestly if everything holds the way it is, I think it's gonna I think eventually it's gonna come down to a vote between um, Tatum and editor because you're gonna yeah. look at the two best teams in the east. those Boston and and, uh, and Milwaukee that one game they had this seat that the, just a couple weeks back was like an all time amazing game. I think we right. see a lot of that. Um, so bring on the Celtics and the Bucks. I think those two are going to be done because the story around Tatum is that look, he's finally you know he found that other gear. You know, because half the MVP stuff is about the story, right? Yeah, it's about who you know. So um, I got to tell you, man, uh, we're coming into uh, we're in December. We're about two weeks away. Yeah, yeah, two weeks away from Christmas. Um, which is the greatest day of the year for uh, if you're a sports fan because you've got five NBA games starting at noon, so you can be like, "That's amazing! I love my family so much." Click. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, but you also got uh, and three big NFL games that day. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh you know all kinds of sports that day, which is great. Um, but I'm really excited to see you know because to me, most people start to really tune into the NBA around Christmas, right?
2: Yeah. Like okay, it's so a big,
0: it, it kind of turns a corner. You got the All Star Game, in two, you know, about a month and a half, two months later. You've got trade deadline around then. Like people, the league really gets going. And I think the other thing to watch out for for this week is December fifteenth, which is Thursday this week, is a big day in the NBA because December fifteenth, everybody who signed free agent contracts in the summer are now eligible to be traded. And I think there's going to be a lot of movement. I
1: I, I agree with that. Um Russ
0: Westbrook, you might want to get the movie, you know, two, gu- two guys in a van, or is it two two men in a truck?
1: Two men in a truck movie company.
0: Yeah, you get called up the two men in a truck because you're you're not likely on the move, my friend. Yeah. Right? Who's who okay? This wasn't on our rundown, but just uh, top of your mind, who do you think is the most likely to get traded? what's what one guy who's who you think is like time to go? Uh
1: I would say, well, you—we already just talked about the one guy, Westbrook, but like, yeah,
0: I think Westbrook is probably up there. You have another guy? Because I got, I got one other guy who's maybe not a superstar, but will likely get moved.
1: Uh, tell me yours, I'll, let me give me a minute to think.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Terrence Ross. I think it's finally going to happen.
1: Okay.
2: Okay.
0: And listen, he's a—he's a veteran guy who's a decent enough defender who can still, you know, jump out the gym and is a scorer. So if you're looking for, and he's okay to come off the bench, he's been doing it in Orlando for whatever. So he's on, if I am a contending team and I've got some, uh, you know, I don't know who, maybe Phoenix, you know, and I got my first round picks and I can I can deal them. If I can attach a first round pick and a junk contract to get, um, to get off of uh, that contract and get into um, uh, Terrence Ross, I do it a hundred percent. He's a wing guy who hits the three and can still get to the basket and score. So to me, he, Terrence Ross is just sitting there. He's a he's a guy you can go and get and I think uh he's a sneaky contender. And if I'm like a team like Dallas, I need a guy ooh,
1: like that. Ooh, yes. Agree, agree, agree.
0: And if you and if you got to t- say goodbye to Dwight Powell and and a first round pick, um going forward and maybe a pick swap going, you know, cuz you don't want to get crazy. It's Terrence Ross, but like who cares? Move on. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. For sure.
2: Do you
0: have a for guy? Sure. Did you think of a guy?
1: Uh to be honest, no. I was just thinking I was listening to what you said, what you were saying, I like I I blanked.
0: No, no worries. No worries. Well, My brain day is day working day. at
1: like five percent capacity right now.
0: That's fair. You are you are you are playing hurt, so we, we like it. This is the Michael Jordan flu game, you know, he's coming off, he's just dropped <laughs> Um uh, I do
2: have
0: one thing to say, and we've been saying it with our chest for, for so long that it um, you know. Uh, if we had any you know, impact in, in getting a, one more person to sign the petition, that's great. We will not have to end the show anymore with having to say, let's bring Brittany Griner home because she is home. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who may not have listened or heard, Brittany Griner is the WNBA superstar who was detained in Russia because she had 0. 0.7 of a gram of remnants of uh, uh, marijuana <laughs> in a pen. This residue and it was like ridiculous. Um, and she spent uh ten months, nine and a half months in, in Russian prison, which is terrible. She was uh, the prisoner swap was arranged. Um and she is back home on the, in, in the hospital at the in the US getting checked out and things. So this is this is great news. Um, you know, and I just think it's hopefully now maybe we open our eyes to maybe, just maybe, WNBA players. So this is a crazy uh, number that I saw this week. So NBA players in their contract get fifty percent of basketball related revenue. Yeah, WNBA players only get twenty percent of B basketball related income. Bri. Huh. Now, if they got fifty percent, that would that would double everyone's salary immediately, and maybe they wouldn't have to go and play overseas in Russia, in China in countries that are not receptive to the to the them as people but just want right. to sort of keep them going because it entertains the masses. Your thoughts? Right.
1: Uh yeah, that would really help out these these women that you know they're not they're not forced to play these like I gotta say, these other not so free countries to supplement their income.
0: Yeah, no that'd look, be a
1: great fucking idea.
0: Yeah. Look I don't have a uh, look, there's there are lots of players if you look here at the uh, the Canadian Elite Basketball League, the male um, defense league that runs here, um, they are uh, those are prof- you know those are professional players, but they don't make their their year's salary for the you know two months that they play. They got to go over and play in these other countries in like you know the Italian league or the Spanish league or wherever. So that's fine, and that's and I, that's kind of the reality of of the revenue that's generated by that league. But you're telling me that the WNBA which is run, by the way, by the NBA. It's not like it's a, its its own thing. It's The WNBA is an offshoot of the NBA. You're yeah. telling me that, that, that you couldn't get the same contract? Kelsey Plum said it great. She's like, look, we're not looking for the same dollar value. I'm not looking to get paid $35 million a year. I don't make, but, you know, like we don't generate that kind of money. And that's that's the reality, of unfortunately, for women's sports. But they should have the same contract. Yeah, 50% at least 50%, at least fifty percent, fifty percent of the basketball related income. And again, if you're making twenty now, that automatically doubles everyone's salary, and that means maybe they don't have to go and play in these leagues all around the, the world and, yeah, put themselves, and exactly. be put in situations where quite frankly those other those other uh, countries are not not the same as ours. They're just not. Russia is not a good place to to, to live and work and, and 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 travel to. It's just not. Yeah, China is they like they like you until they don't, right? And it's and it's putting these these women in. in and also, can we just tell you one more thing about the WNBA? Can we just please give them, you know, proper fucking planes to to fly all around on? This is ridiculous. Did you hear about the the, the WNBA this past in the playoffs? There was the team was split up into three separate flights.
1: Yeah, that's kind of bullshit. That is kind of bullshit.
0: <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we like? This is ridiculous. We love the WNBA has been around long enough. They generate enough money. They you have ESPN and 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 CBS, um, sports money cash flow in there. Come on. The the owner of the New York Liberty is, is, uh, what's his name? Joe Sy. Yeah. You can say all you want about Joe Sy, but he's willing to he's willing to get an airline sponsor for he he negotiated an airline sponsor for for the for the league.
1: And oh, for sure, for sure. That's kind of that. That is bullshit. Bullshit. But you know what? Look, to be fair though, as hard as it like as you know these conversations that have to happen, you know these uh, professional athletes not having the the courtesy to or the, the not the courtesy the ability to travel properly to their own games, like it really kind of pales in comparison in comparison to like what's going on at home right now you know what i mean like no, everyday right. canadians are just like struggling so it's like you'll have to forgive me a little bit if i'm not as compassionate i say once was when it comes to this stuff Yeah. You know no, I mean? no
0: listen look i mean you're in the process of buying buying your, your house and you have yeah to be, you know way out there just to find something that, that's affordable no exactly that, people are the, the record number of um like i read I, I read an article about food banks and the history of food banks and food banks were set up as a temporary temporary measure during the during the you know war times and then they just stuck because there was just a need and we we were now using food banks at a rate in this country in canada that is higher than it's ever been before that's including exactly. time. exactly that tells you that there's something fundamentally wrong so yes does it matter compared to that stuff no not at all you know like okay you got a flying thing my thing is if we're gonna talk about b- equity and justice, we have to start to you know this is a, an extreme example of that, uh you know, maybe a high profile example. yeah, that, like yo,
1: like, just let them let them let them do the same thing. like let them uh, fly the same way that that the other guys do.
0: yeah, that's all that's all I'm saying is if if you can have and again, if you know I understand the money's not the same, like you know that's fine. I don't think anybody's saying that, but it's like you know twenty percent versus fifty percent, really? that just seems weird to me in the in the in the money thing that just seems weird to me but uh no you're right you're right in comparison to those things the, the most important thing though and I, I don't want to lose sight of this is that brittany griner's home and let's make sure that this, that we can give women uh, athletes an opportunity to compete um in, in their sport without having to go and you know throw themselves all around the world just to make a make a living
2: yeah agree
0: all right, man. Well, you uh, you gotta rest up, man. You're you're uh, you're you're playing hurt. We, we I really appreciate you jumping on, being uh,
1: being the warrior
0: that you are, even though you are you know, you're you're in bed, you're
1: you're shut down, <laughs> sipping on some tea, there like Kermit. Yep.
0: <laughs> there it is. Well, man. Honestly, it was it, it, it's it's always good to chat ball with you, man. So hopefully you feel better soon, and we'll uh,
1: we'll do it again. Yeah, For sure, for sure.
0: All right, take care of yourself, Brandon.
1: All right, brother. We'll talk. All right. Later.
0: Well, that's the show this week. We really enjoyed uh, having Brandon back on, even though he wasn't feeling the greatest, not feeling himself, but he rallied and and played hard, which is great. Um, Good luck to him and good luck on that house, too, Brandon. Hopefully, you close on that. if you like the show, you can like, share, subscribe, follow wherever you get your podcast. Spotify is a great spot for that. Um, we usually save this spot where we tell everyone to go to whitehouse.gov. But again, like we said on the show, Brittany Griner is back, um, which is great. But that doesn't mean that there's not other causes we can champion. Uh, of course, the war in Ukraine still continues. So please go to redcross.org and help out wherever and however you can. But closer to home... The Love Scarborough campaign, the Scarborough uh, Health Network campaign is still on and please donate as you can to Love Scarborough or the Scarborough Health Network, shn.ca. You can find them and donate whenever you can because here's a crazy stat for you. 25% of the uh, Toronto population lives in the borders of Scarborough, by far the biggest um, of the the six, Uh, but it still only receives 1% of the hospital donations. Our hospitals here in Scarborough are the oldest and uh, most used hospitals in the GTA. Please donate and support them wherever you can. That's it. That's all. We'll talk to you again in seven days.